don't know if you listened to retake a couple weeks ago Shane started off the episode with like me talking about how I used to pray for Batman when I was like six years old. I missed that episode. Oh, missed yeah. that episode. Right. You should go check it out. It's a very interesting <laughs> intro. Anyway. <laughs> Which one's that? I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. He's probably going to keep this in here. Yeah. Alrighty, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host. As always, glad to be in studio with a very familiar face that has uh, has escaped us. No, I'm kidding. Um, he's been he's been very busy, but the voice is very familiar. Yeah, I've had a few things going on. But. Had a few things. You've heard him in a couple of the messages, but yeah. uh, it's been a while since since our wonderful Pastor Michael has been actually on a retake episode. I, yeah, at least a couple of months. I think it's I think just been once this semester. Has it not even this semester? I don't think I've been on. Was it the beginning of the year? I yeah, don't remember. We did one in January. Okay. Okay. I had to go back and dig so I could fact check myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it's good to have Pastor Michael in studio. Um yeah, for sure. of course last week I made the announcement that well, I mean actually Elevate made the announcement for me. I just kind of reiterated um the amazing things that God is doing. We reached twenty thousand yeah. plays, which is well, and we're almost about to hit twenty one thousand. That's absolutely wild. Like it, we announced that, and you guys just started listening more. <laughs> it's uh, it's been pretty insane what has happened in what a year and nine months, I guess, since I've been here. Nine, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, and um, three three years total for the podcast. Yeah, we started in twenty twenty, April of twenty twenty. Is when we started the podcast, and uh, I think we yeah. were just under ten thousand when I when I took over. And I, yeah. I mean, like, you you do something like this, and you never think that anything you say is going to reach twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I just want to thank everyone that listens and supports. It's not us in any way. Yeah, it's you working hand in hand with God to get the messages and the retakes out to people and sharing them. And yeah, well, so, and, the, and the beauty is, is that it's it's across. All the episodes, like there's there. Yeah, it's it's not just like one thing. Yeah, they're going back and listening to messages, and yeah. like they're going back and listening yeah. to retakes, and yeah, catching up on series, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, so which this was the dream three years ago of like providing yeah. a resource, something that that can stay on the shelf mm-hmm. that 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 you will listen to. So I'm I'm thankful, and thank you, Kelvin, for oh. stewarding it and picking up the vision and running with it, even in my present absence. I like that present Abs- absence. Absent presence. Abs- yeah. No, you were here. We knew you were here. You just weren't here. <laughs> you were yeah. around. Um, but no, yeah. it's been it's been a lot of fun. This is this is really really cool, and uh, we'll keep going at a hundred miles an hour. I told everybody last week, <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, Twenty thousands, great goal. We're gonna keep on pushing and we're gonna keep on going, which is uh, which is really exciting. Pastor Michael. Yes, sir. How have you been? Tired. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> if you've been to Elevate, you know Michael's updated you on a lot of things that are going on, not only in church, but in your life. And Yeah, man. Micah, Dad? Micah turns five months old on Friday. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. I remember when he re- we were having battles here about what it was going to be, a boy or a girl. Yep. And we're almost six months. Yeah. It's insane how time just like goes. Yeah. He's growing like crazy. He uh, has a personality of himself. What I, I think one of the things I love about him the most he's so observant of his surroundings. Like he doesn't care about stuff. Like you throw a toy at him. It doesn't matter if you're playing with the toy. He wants to play with the toy. Mm. Like you're doing something. He wants to be right there in the action. Um, even yesterday, we got this little seat that we can put up on our kitchen counter. That's got him all contained and mm-hmm. 
And uh, he was just content for almost an hour watching me do the dishes. <laughs> and we were listening to a podcast and I was yeah. talking to him and we were just, we we're having a good time. And he just, he just loves observing and, and, and seeing what's going on. So. Soon enough, he'll be, he'll be chiming in in the conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get him on the podcast here in a couple of years. Yeah. 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 We may have to, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a special episode right there. That will. <laughs> um, where he'll be the star for sure. Yes. Of that one. Yes. I wanted to take the first couple of minutes here. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened with Elevate and, yeah. and just, um, the church in general and it's all exciting stuff and yeah. it's all stuff that we've been praying for and that God has been at least in my eyes and I think in a lot of people's eyes uh, God has been leading through the through the process yep. I, I kind of don't know where you want to maybe begin or where you want to start I know we haven't really talked about Pastor Anthony sort of I talked about him maybe just a little bit yeah. when when the news broke um, yeah. but a lot of stuff has been happening for Elevate so now as <laughs> you as the senior pastor yeah What's kind of been exciting? What's been going on in your eyes here? Well, I almost don't feel qualified anymore to <laughs> talk about Elevate. <laughs> no, I, things are things are going really well. Uh, excited about Pastor Anthony coming on. Um, he'll be here full time in August. Um, he's still finishing up a degree at, at Andrews University, hmm. and so thankful that he's willing to um, take a take a week out of a month. Well, you know, once per month, come down here and <laughs> hang out with us for a little bit, and preach, and and get to know the lay of the land. So you'll hear from him in a couple of weeks. Kind of late April is when he'll be back. Um, he'll be on the podcast, you know, preach, be on the podcast, all the kind of good stuff. Um, super thankful for the Elevate team. I've got a shout out Emily Weaver in particular. Mm -hmm. She's the one that's been carrying everything and mm -hmm. in my departure and in, in Anthony's arrival, um, just really holding things down. Um, very, very proud of her and, and very, very thankful for leaning in. Um, Jonathan Coker too. Mm -hmm. um, and just the rest of the lead team as they've been uh, not just, I, you know, they'll probably say we've just been surviving, but it's felt a little bit more of thriving. Like there mm -hmm. hasn't been a dip, like there's elevates continued. There's, I'm not getting phone calls about what in the world's going on in uh -huh. elevate. Cause this has fallen through that. The other thing it's been, um, uh, it's been good. I know it's been hard, but it's been, it's been good. And I'm very thankful for, for the team and that. So, and we're in the middle of a season right now where we're preaching the same messages or at least the same coming from the same text and topic. Yep. And I think that that's really been edifying for our community. Uh, got to hear our student pastors preach. Like it's cool to have Christian yeah. and Eden and yeah, Abby. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Come through and, um, you know, as they're uh, getting their, getting their teeth cut on mm -hmm. pastoral ministry. Um, but not just that, like bringing words, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's not just practice. Like there's, there's actual, actual meat yeah. and bread being broken and offered in their messages. So, it was, cool. about that. it was cool to see uh, their own like three different styles all of a sudden develop yeah. on stage. It was really yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. you know, because yep. you could just tell yep. all of them are different. And, and yep. I think that's really cool and part of their ministry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, a lot of stuff exciting for, for, for Elevate. Um, I can't wait for Pastor Anthony in August. I think we're all kind of, that'd be really yeah. cool to kind of have a full full-blown staff and run this thing at 100 miles an hour yes yeah but yeah credit to the team for sure i i don't think i've heard anything about elevate slipping in any way i think yeah. it's anything that's been going up like you said and yeah that, that can't be easy to go from a transition it's not and at a transition at any not. point is tough it's not yeah and so for the team to kind of just keep on going is yeah it's really cool yeah 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 god has been working uh behind the scenes and and i guess in the scenes 
yeah. all over Fing, fingerprints all he, over the he's place he's the main character and kind of the director <laughs> in the background which is kind of right. cool and yeah of course obviously here with the podcast a lot of great stuff happening as well just happy to have pastor michael back back in the seat back in the the main character's chair um so let's uh i want to go back to the beginning of this series mm-hmm. um and i want to get your kind of overall vision with it because we've reached i guess the end of the prayer part itself yeah there um, we have. Yep. and so you know this is something that we've learned since we were like six years old you know yeah. we've heard the lord's prayer forever and ever and ever and ever what kind of what did you want to bring out differently than we haven't heard over so long as little kids what was the one thing that was like man we got to do this again um in terms of kind of yeah big picture vision of uh, mm-hmm. you know where i wanted to go i don't i didn't know like i knew i knew i wanted to talk about prayer and a lot of my sermon series preparation stems from my own personal pursuit like what do i want to learn about and what do i mm. what do i want to share um so it's coming from a real place in that uh this series out of all of them i had the least agenda it was just kind of like Ooh, okay there's a there's a place on the map that i want to go i've heard about it there's good recommendations it's got five stars on yelp uh but i don't i don't know all of what we're going to encounter and how to get so there. yeah <laughs> how to get there you know the like i'm reading the map as we go um done a lot of reading beforehand and pray, but i'm i'm I just god where are you, where are you, where are you going with this and i think the one that week by week i've been most challenged by and most rewarded in in preparing in preparing the messages so yeah, big picture. I didn't, I didn't have a big, this is what I want to get out of it. I mean, always hoping for a community to come together and to be, to be edified, to be strengthened, mm-hmm. uh, that type of thing. Uh, but I've just been really excited to see how God's been showing up through this series. Mm-hmm. You ask God to show up and he, he comes, mm-hmm. which is, which is cool. And, uh, people are experiencing that real ways. It's bringing our community together. I love, uh, we've got a, you've heard it mentioned on the podcast. We've got a map in our lobby. It's got all the, basically most of Johnson County yep. uh, where we live, just to see pin, people put pins on the map uh, where people are praying. Uh, someone uh, messaged me this past week with a picture. They had to stand on a chair to, to reach up to be able to place the pin in, in the map. And the caption was, the short people live at the top of the map. Yeah, there you go. Which <laughs> um, is cool to see people resonating that way. I think this this series, you know, I did the, the mental health series last year. Mm-hmm. And then this prayer series have been the most impactful ones yeah. that I've done. Um, and, and they're, they're kind of nuanced ways. So, yeah. And I think it's been important that we've, we've kicked off the year with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was the start of the yeah. year last year yeah. Yeah. where we were through the pandemic and all of our mental brains were everywhere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and now we, you know, we start the year with like an intentional focus on prayer. Yes. Um, yeah. and it's not just the simple thing that maybe we were taught as kids. There's so many layers. Yeah to prayer and like what it involves and yeah um and if jesus talked about it extensively then we got to talk about it yeah you know yeah exactly and so that's it, it's been really cool to see so this past week we um talked about a couple of different things yeah we jumped in the topic of temptation you and april kind of both mm-hmm. jumped in that water mm-hmm. and that could be an interesting and kind of cool and crazy subject mm-hmm. and I wanted to I wanted to touch on one thing here. 
April talked about this a little bit. She she talked about the importance of going through, you know, temptations in life with with Jesus. Yes. So yeah. was, you know, going with going through him. Yep. Um what do you think these the importance of of going through temptation with Jesus is compared to just like me saying, Oh God, deliver me from this and I'll just watch you do the mm. I'll just watch you do the work. Yeah. Why do I have to go through it with him if he's just if he's good enough to just deliver me from it? Yeah. Um so I, th- I think sometimes we look at our spiritual lives as a, I was talking to somebody this morning about this as a zero sum game of, I don't, I, it's just, it's just getting through and like mm. going through, it doesn't matter. It's just the fact that I've gotten through that, like I've arrived. Okay. And so you take that to its logical conclusion and then it doesn't matter how you go through it. It's just that you get through it. And so the, as difficult as it is to, to walk through temptations and trials, uh, when 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 we say god you jesus take the wheel right mm-hmm. just kind mm-hmm. of that 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 whole thing what it does is it removes our culpability for our decisions and our actions and it also removes the opportunity for us to have our characters refined one of the one of the things i found interesting that i didn't get to mention in the message that uh that came out there's a particular word that is is used in matthew for temptation and it's different than the one that's mentioned in James. So James talks about count it all, uh, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Hmm. Um, it's a different word in James than than what's in Matthew. Uh, and the the essence of that the word in Matthew is similar to James, but it's a little bit different um, in that there the temptation isn't nexus necessarily the best translation at least kind of how we've gotten to it in english mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of very transactional it's very um the devil's got a trap for you type of thing and it has more of the sense of of challenge or circumstance or, or something you encounter that's beyond your control mm-hmm. uh, which is similar to james but a, a little bit different and it's the same so the same word uh, in that's in, in Matthew chapter six, when Jesus says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That word for temptation is the same one that's used in Matthew chapter four, when it talks about Jesus temptation. And so there's, there's a connection there. And April did beautifully of connecting the garden to, 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 or the, the desert to the garden and, and kind of our, our, our trials and, and walking through that. Uh, and the, the distinction that I want to draw is that, the devil doesn't want to just get us to do bad things. What he wants us to do is to question our identity and where we receive fulfillment for our desire. And when, when we say, God, you just handle it. What we're saying is I'm, I'm not willing to have myself refined because mm. going through the challenge is what helps work out our desires mm-hmm. and it forms us and it changes us and it shapes us. And when we're praying for, for lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil is reaching out and, 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 and holding onto the hand of God and saying, we're walking, we're walking. Can we walk through this together, mm-hmm. please? And when we look at temptation as just the devil trying to get us to do bad things, of course, God's not going to lead us into that. 
But what God will lead us through is opportunities for us to practice the heart of Jesus lived out in our lives. Uh, it's like when you pray for patience, you're not just given patience, mm-hmm. you give an opportunity to practice patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's incredibly frustrating, uh, but it's it's the more rewarding part. Yeah. Because it could be really easy, like God could snap his fingers and and whew, we'd be delivered mm-hmm. from yeah. from all the thing. But yeah. I like what you said at the very beginning that you both touched on in your messages that there is a certain... Um, how do I say this? Uh, uh, being comfortable and growing at the same time, just don't, they don't go yeah. together. Right? Yeah. They'll never mix. Comfort and growth. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so when you get to an uncomfortable spot, but you're holding on to the hand of Jesus at the same time, that's where you can grow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I like how that connection kind of was made. Sometimes God needs us to go through some things mm-hmm. to bring something out at the end of it all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if even know if he's if he needs it, but he's certainly not gonna pass up the opportunity. Like I think I think I think we give God too much credit for evil sometimes. Mm. All right. There there's a very real person that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that perpetuates evil in the <laughs> world. And I don't want to conflate God with that person. Um and it, it it feels maybe sometimes like we're splitting hairs, but I think God will will never pass up a good opportunity to refine us. That we learn, we learn through going through hard challenges. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of the world that we live in now, in this in this infilled world. Mm-hmm. Learn through going through hard challenges, mm-hmm. and I think the the beautiful thing at the end of it all is that, like you mentioned, it refines our character, mm-hmm. and we we get a better sense of not only who God is as our deliverer and the one that we can hold on to, but we work on our on our hearts, which at the end yeah. of it's yeah. what we're taking with us. You know, yeah. like it's it's just who we our characters. Yeah. You, you touched on a question that um, I'm sure has caused a lot of controversy and conversation. Mm. And I think it was even one of the Slido questions, if I'm not mistaken, where okay. you asked, um, does God lead you yeah. into temptation? God would never lead me into temptation was okay, what that's we what put it up was. on the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it was pretty split for the most part. It was. It was 50-50 yeah. down the middle. Down the so middle. I kind of want to tackle that from maybe another another maybe point of view and yeah. just kind of see what you what you think yeah go for it do you think that our our life experiences <laughs> and what we go through help answer that question yeah put another if, way if that makes any sense yeah looking back yeah it's easier to to uh be okay with that because that's it's hard going f- through the challenge and sorry not to cut you off, but like it's it's hard to like understand that question as a Christian because well, of course God would never lead me, but but is he trying to work something out in me? But then yeah. he wouldn't throw me in that situation because why yeah. would he throw me? It's weird. Sorry, yeah. continue. Yeah. Well, it says that nothing that we faced uh is uh what's that what's that passage? That nothing that we faced is beyond our ability to handle well so there's there's the one there i think it's a knockoff saying of the uh let me let me find this i mean i mean let's 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 take a little journey yeah let's do it let me let me pull up the passage that i'm grasping for so first corinthians that's how fast google pastor google (laughs) helps um we should have a whole nother conversation about pastor chat gpt um there's a whole there's a whole other thing going on there um Interesting. AI. Chat. Let's, have, have you played around I, with that? I haven't all? played around with it, but I've <sighs> I've seen a lot of stuff. You need to. Okay. It's so interesting, but that's for another time. Okay. Sounds good. 
Um, First Corinthians chapter 10, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man is God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, mm-hmm. but with the temptation will provide the way of escape so that you will be able to endure it. So here's, here's what we do with this passage. We read it, say, okay, yep. No temptation is overtaking you that which is common to man. So I'm not special. When I get tempted, I'm not special, right? Everybody gets tempted in this way. Uh, God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. And we pot, like we, we cut off the verse there. God will never tempt you beyond what you're able. So it hangs on like bathroom walls and they sell it in Hobby Lobby (laughs) and all those things of God will never take you through what Mm -hmm. he's not prepared you for or whatever, whatever. Um, I, I think God takes us through stuff. We're not ready for all the time. Okay. Because if, if he just takes us through stuff that we handle, why do we need Jesus? Oh, so if I can handle my stuff, there's no need for him. There's no need for God. Right. Right. And we, and we cut that passage off and we emphasize that God will never take you through anything you're not able to, to deal with. Mm. But, and there's, there's a, but in this passage, it says, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so that you will be able to endure it. So the enduring of the temptation is understanding and recognizing the way of escape. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not, and I mentioned this in my message, it's not white knuckling it through life. Like, oh, let me, let me just, let me just discipline myself to get to the point that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this take me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm holding my fist up in front of me and white knuckling. Uh, What it is, is it's getting so tight with God that when the temptation comes, we recognize the avenue that he's given us to endure and overcome. And that in principle looks like holding onto the hand of Jesus and walking through temptation together. In practice, Jesus is an incredible uh, example of that because when he's faced with temptation, and by the way, he was tempted in the same way that we were. Mm-hmm. We are. Uh, it would He would not be a perfect sacrifice if it were not. Some people think like, oh, it wasn't a temptation for him because he's, he's God or whatever. No, it was a temptation. Mm-hmm. He's hungry. Fully man, fully God. Fully man, fully God. Mm -hmm. And just beyond being hungry, Satan's calling in to question his identity. Yeah. Right? And that probably was a question in the back of Jesus' mind. Uh, And and one other part of that temptation, uh, I was talking with someone after services this week and say, I made a a connection that I never thought about before. That Satan laid claim to this earth after Adam and Eve fell. Put a better way, put another way, Adam and Eve gave over the rulership of this earth to Satan Mm -hmm. when they fell into temptation and sinned. So when Satan offers Jesus all the kingdoms of the world, if you worship me, that's a legitimate offer. Look at the book of Job. Heavenly council is convened. Satan shows up. God says, Satan, who are you representing? Where are you coming from? He says, I've been walking to and fro on earth. And that that uh, kind of metaphor, walking to and fro on the earth, is is a literal laying claim to to this earth. And so, when Satan offers it to Jesus, he has it's a legitimate offer. Now, Jesus takes back rulership of this world at the cross, <laughs> right? Cross resurrection, he takes back. Father gives it back to him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and when we come to understanding this passage about temptation in First Corinthians ten. God will always provide a way of escape. 
Jesus over and over again in responding to Satan's temptation says, this is what God says. Mm-hmm. And that's where temptation and sin is not about just getting us to do bad things. It's about getting us to believe the lie about God. And so Satan is attacking Jesus' identity and where he gets fulfillment of desire. And he says, no, 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 no. This is what God says about my identity and my fulfillment of desire. I don't, I, I, I don't need bread to, to live. Yeah. I survive on the word of the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. I know God's going to protect me, but that doesn't mean that I can just go do foolish things. Right. No, 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 no. I, I worship God only. Now I, I don't worship you for this. I worship God. And then you look at the garden of Gethsemane when he's, when he's praying and he tells his disciples pray so you won't be led into temptation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's, he's giving himself over God, your will, your way, total surrender, total surrender that. Yeah. I want to go through this in another way, but I'm, to- I'm total surrender. So I don't know if that answers your question. But. It does. And I think it brought up something uh, really cool when you mentioned, you know, this was a real uh, this was a real moment for Jesus in the desert. Yeah. This wasn't just uh, something that somebody made up to make it think like, oh, you know, Jesus went through the same stuff. This was this was very real for him. And the devil knew exactly when to get him. Right at the end of this 40 yeah. days is when he knew when to get him. But there was a process of, it sounds weird to even say this about Jesus, but there was a process of like refining. Mm-hmm. And there's a process of like, God had to make sure that his son could go through this, mm-hmm. which also sounds really weird to say, but he kind of had to, like he yep. had to make sure he's going to go through this, yep. everything I can throw, you know, all the sins of the world is going to be on his shoulders and he's going to be able to go through this at the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's just a process to that sometimes where we think that we are alone in our like times of desert yeah. and when we're going through this stuff. Yeah. Um, but in the end, like it says in that verse, it's all going to come out for the greater. I think of, maybe a smaller sense. I think of David when he gets the anointing to be king. Mm -hmm. I think every bone in his body wanted to run to Jerusalem every day to make sure, hey, am I king yet? You know, Mm, but there was, there was a time when like he had to kill some bears and he had to kill some lions and he had to do some stuff so that God could refine him and make sure that he was ready to be king when he was ready to put him as king. You know, he couldn't become king at 15 years old. Right. And I don't think, you know, David would would now complain about all that stuff that he had to go through because it made mm-hmm. him it made him better for for when God needed him yeah. at the end. Yeah. You know? Well, and I love the story of David. Um, I'm reading some uh, novels based on David's life right now. Um, and he never takes the kingdom. The kingdom of, is given to him. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom of Judah is given to him first and then the kingdom of Israel. They're given to him. He never takes it into his own hands. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an incredible lesson for our own lives of, you know, God places desires in our hearts or, you know, paints a vision. This is what I want you to do or, or whatnot. Um, and the ask is not go work really hard and go achieve this for yourself. Mm. I think sometimes we run ahead of God too quickly. Mm-hmm. And he says, I, I want to give it to you. Yeah. So never taking what's not ours. Yeah. Um, even though he's anointed, he spends... 20 years anointed as king. It's just a matter of trusting the process. Exactly. Exactly. That had to be so frustrating. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. I'm anointed as king. Yeah. Some other dude is sitting in my throne. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to wait 20 years yeah. for me to, you know? Yeah. But he never lifts his hand against Saul. 
Yeah. He has he's tempted one time. He has the opportunity mm-hmm. and he, he cuts off the, mm-hmm. the hem of his garment while he's relieving himself. Uh, and then he literally comes out in front of Saul. And yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Like this, this was not, this was not right. Mm-hmm. And he tells his men, mm-hmm. who am I to, mm-hmm. to, yeah. who am I to, to take out the man that God has put in that, yeah. in that spot? He's God's anointed as much yeah. as I am God's anointed. Yeah. Which yeah. is wild. Yeah. Um, Two last questions here. Yeah. Um, you mentioned at the end of your message that the the Lord's Prayer and how Jesus constructed this, um, and I wanted to expound on this a little bit. It's yeah. not by accident. Yeah. He's very intentional with the order in which he does this. Yeah. And I think when you read it, you would ask yourself, man, this is kind of a kind of a random ending, you know, to the prayer. Yes. yes. Why, if if you have uh, you know knowledge or whatever in your study, why leave this at at the end of the prayer? Why mm-hmm. end with this? Yeah, uh, I talk about a little a little bit about this in the in the message, but I I th- I think what Jesus is doing is he's setting our our, our our he's ordering our priorities. So first and foremost is God and His kingdom, mm-hmm. right? When I when I come to an understanding of recognizing that God is first in my life that um, his name needs to be glorified against uh, all else, that his kingdom come and his will be done. That then puts us in a position that we're ready to receive. So we've given God the glory and we're ready to receive. And we receive daily bread and we receive forgiveness. And then that propels us to forgive other people. Uh, and it's not explicit in the, the Lord's prayer, but it's a theme throughout scripture that is just as much as we receive daily bread and we receive blessings from God that we then pass them on to other people. And once we recognize God's place and then we receive from him, it orders our priorities to understand what temptation and evil are. And I think Jesus finishes with that to, to highlight the reality of evil in this world and the difficulties that we will face. Mm-hmm. But his closing statement is deliver us from the evil one, mm-hmm. right? So there's the promise of delivery that life is going to be hard, but the closing words of the prayer delivers from the evil one. And there's, uh, there's a lot of scholarship that's gone into, there's different versions of the Bible that have the, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, different translations and others that don't. And there was uh particular scholars they're you know translating things i believe it was when they were putting it into latin and some some other i need i need to um that's what this mess the, this coming week is about so stay tuned if i don't get this all right right now i'm just kind of <laughs> uh anyways uh that is the kingdom power and the glory forever and ever amen that was added later that's not in the original manuscript when jesus is sharing the prayer um and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful liturgy and benediction mm-hmm. to the prayer like it makes sense it's in line with scripture like i don't think there's anything wrong with it but it's not where jesus finishes the prayer <laughs> uh and he may have said something I, i'm not gonna go down that rabbit trail well stay tuned for the <laughs> message coming this week uh but i think it's our own discomfort with evil and temptation that mm-hmm. caused someone and group of people to say we have a better way to finish your prayer. All right. Mm-hmm. power and the glory forever mm-hmm. and every amen. The entirety of the Lord's prayer I see is if heaven and earth are split apart and that's what happened in, uh, in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, the Lord's prayer walks us back. <clears throat> the Lord's prayer walks us back towards heaven and earth coming together. It's at the start and at the finish of the prayer. 
right? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven together. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. And I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking out loud, but there's a realization that's coming to my mind that as the beginning of the prayer is the joining of heaven and earth, the closing of the prayer is, is the guarding against the separation of heaven and earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, as heaven and earth have been joined together, it's the kingdom of God is perpetuated here. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one because the evil one's going to want to push that apart. Mm. So as God has brought it together, God, mm-hmm. don't, don't let that, don't let that come apart. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of an epiphany I'm having as we're talking into microphones yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in, our, they in our studio. They happen all the time. <laughs> but I love that, that he never, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't, he doesn't leave us trapped. Mm-mm. He leaves us with an out. Mm-hmm. He says, "There's an out mm-hmm. to this. Deliver, yeah, yeah, deliver. He, he's coming, or yep. I'm, you know, I'm here. Yep. But like, there's a, the, God can't get trapped in yeah. a corner. Yeah, there's a way out. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. he doesn't leave us just with that statement. He he tells us there's deliverance coming. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, okay, la- last thing here. As you've now, I guess, ninety nine percent of the way, gone through this, you've seen the messages. Yeah, I'm just curious for you, how has um diving into this you know, Lord's Prayer this way uh, changed maybe an aspect in your prayer life or the way that you pray? Hmm. Yeah. I, it's twofold for me. Um, one's from uh, just life experience that I've had in the past couple months and another is, is from the study that I've been doing. Um, the first in life experience is, you know, our son Micah being born Mm. and the epiphany of uh, prayer matters. Like it's always mattered. Don't get me me wrong, but there's something about holding your son. Who's this defenseless little kid Mm -hmm. who's got his whole life out in front of him. Right. And I've had, I don't know what, 28 rotations around the sun. Um, still nowhere near the wise wisdom of of those who have more but it's not necessarily my first radio Mm -hmm. and there's decisions that i've made in my life and that have made me who i am today decisions that melissa that melissa's made that made who she is today um and just the the deep desire of wanting our son to know jesus and the only thing i can do is to ask Mm. say god would you please through my example, through his mother's example, the people in his life, um, would you, uh, would you make that, would you make that happen? Mm-hmm. Like use us in spite of us, right? Cause there's, there's times that, uh, it's challenging. And so I think the reality of prayer has, has, has become real in my life. I don't know how a better way to put it. And I think through study of, of prayer that, as much as prayer is a science that there's that there's form and there's function and there's different types of praying and and postures that we can place ourselves in i uh, prayer is really an art form and that at the root prayer is the place that we have relationship with god mm-hmm. study of scripture is fantastic it's knowledge christian community is great, but none of none of that will make up for seeking 
and and just abiding in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I've I I think to put it succinctly, come to the realization that prayer is less about the words that I say and more about abiding in the presence. And that most of the time my words will not be enough. But I'm thankful that there is a a spirit who speaks on our behalf with mm-hmm. groanings too deep for words. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, those are those are the two things. I know they're a little bit more esoteric than I perhaps would like them to be, but I think I think prayer is a little bit more esoteric than yeah. than than grounded. And so, an encouragement to those that are listening, um, just experiment, mm-hmm. try prayer, uh, get into the presence of Jesus, ask Him to show up, and He will. Yeah, uh, and just abide, just be. I think that's one of the things that I've learned through this series is that. <clears throat> You you don't and, and all the speakers that have talked you you don't you don't have to be perfect. He he understands what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like he yeah. gets you. Yeah. Um just talk to him. Yeah. You know? He's a person. Yeah. 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 He wants to be in relationship. Yeah. Like, and you you it's not not praying to some God up in the sky who's <laughs> absent from reality. And he's yeah. here. Yeah. You can feel him in the room with him with us now. Like mm-hmm. like he wants to be a part of our lives. And prayer is the the way that we that we access that. Yeah. Start staying stuff. Start staying it all. Just tell them all. Yeah. He'll 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 get it and he knows. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have. Okay. Um It's been good. It's been great. It's been phenomenal. I hope that you were blessed in some way, shape, or form, um, by uh by the by the podcast, by by the retake episode, by the message. Uh please go back if you missed a message mm. and, and kind of catch up and, and yeah. get them all kind of in a row. It was a phenomenal series. Are we wrapping up next week? Are we continuing? Are we No, we're only halfway through. Okay, we're only halfway through. So yeah, this is not a this got... is not a goodbye. This is the halftime show. Yeah. We so... we got all the way through the end of April. And it feels like a little bit of a false ending because I it's like, oh, we're done with the Lord's Prayer. There's so much more. Though. So much more. So much more. We're going to explore it. Okay. So this halftime show, be back. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to continue here uh, with the wonderful, the wonderful red letters in, yes. the, book of, in the book of Matthew. Yes. Um, thanks so much, everyone, again, for all you do for Elevate, for those to support and, and share the episodes and get them out to literally people all over the world. I, I, kill, I still keep seeing our listener from Ireland. I don't know who you are. But for some reason, there's somebody in Ireland. So God bless you in Ireland. Um, we're just happy that God's word is being able to be shared. And, and um, we're so thankful for everything that that you do as a listener to help support this podcast. Yeah. Any last words? No, I think no? you said it all. Alrighty. Well, for Pastor Michael and myself, Kelvin, like we always say here at Elevate, there's always room for, for one, one more. more.